Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Jason, did you know that Budget Blinds is the place for people to go to for the signature series shades? All hail our robot shade overlords. Look, there are many, many reasons why you should start looking at the smart home features, but mostly because it's cool. I got to say, look, I recently got a somewhat smart home thing in my house, and I was highly skeptical, like, in the process and have delayed and kind of acted like the technology-phobic old man that I'm probably getting closer to being every day. (laughs) But I got to say, this smart home stuff is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I got to say, the ability to raise and lower, open and close, program your shades to do that stuff, to save energy, to increase the security in your home, to do all the things you want to do. Make things safer for your children and pets. Right. Absolutely fantastic as, as an idea. I get it. I get it now in a way that I didn't get it before. So I'm going to say this with all sincerity. All hail those robot shade overlords. There you go. So if you are ready to make your home a smart home, head on over to our good friends, Budget Blinds of Lee's Summit, right in downtown, the heart of our community. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who is currently judging me for my lunch choices. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Now, let's be fair. I'm judging you for a lot of things. Well, I know, but today's lunch choices, you definitely did some judging of me for. You told me tacos, and I went Chinese, and you, uh, you you gave me the internet face. I did. I did. We're not fair. So fair. I mean, fair. I did not order tacos and therefore I am worthy of judging. I didn't stoop so low as to get a burger, but it was not tacos. So therefore it was inferior. Admit it. Guilty. Guilty. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very, very fine city and our unofficial sponsor today. And this is really referring to Friday is self-care time because we all look. All the subtleties. As we, as we have noted once or twice, COVID ruins everything. And you got to take care of yourself to, to borrow the treat yourself. And you got to do that every now and again. I like that little foreshadowing to Friday's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. Before we get to Friday, Jason. We got to talk about Monday. Tune in now. It's time for your soap opera, Jason. It is time. Or as the council turns. Mm. But we're not we're not gonna make fun of anybody. Matter we're not of gonna fact, have a, we're really matter of fact I'm gonna I am going to start off this little bit. We're gonna do a little bit of news, a little bit of analysis again. I'm gonna start it off with this, Jason. I was pleasantly surprised watching Monday's finance and budget committee, followed by a special session of the city council. This is how things are supposed to work, Jason. We saw, can I use your favorite word? You can do it. We saw process working the way it's supposed to. We did. I was really happy, almost, dare I say, satisfied to watch the process. It was, and, and to be fair, we're still weird in this way that we watch these things, but we watch them so you, the loyal listener, does not have to. 
So how about a little background? So all right, here's what we're here's what we're talking about, Jason. Let's 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 at least give this subject. We are talking about um, money, some funds from the Federal COVID Emergency Act, right? What is it? I, I, the CARES Act. Some funds that have been been given to awarded to the city for them to dole out and, and to help the community as it was affected by the current pandemic that we're in. And specifically, we are talking about a, a bucket of, of money, and I'm using the term bucket just because these are all put into little silos, of approximately $335,000 that were for community nonprofits to apply to help them recover funds and revenue lost because of the pandemic. And they received, the city received something in the neighborhood of $625,000 in requests right. for this $335,000. So, so in case you doubted that there was a need, there's a need. Right. And, and so what happened is, and so this is, this is where the process gets fun. So the process went like this. So organizations, in this case, we're going to focus just on these nonprofit, this, this nonprofit silo of money. Nonprofit organizations filed their applications with the city staff in, I think, what could accurately be described as a very compressed time frame. Received the applications, reviewed the and scored the applications, and then made recommendations to the Finance and Budget Committee for how these should go. So that's the start. So this is the this is sort of where the, the as the sausage is being created, right? This is the first right. step. And you can see those sausage. those recommendation the requests and recommendations are all on the the city's website. So you can go you can go find those and, and look at them. And here's where I really I really like what happened in the process, Jason. So so as you said, the the committee of of city staff they reviewed, they scored, they made a recommendation. And of all of those, uh, I believe it was was 14 or 15 requests. Not all of them were deemed and scored eligible, right? So there were some that, that they said, hey, we're not able to, to grant you anything. You may have requested X dollars, but according to what we were given, you didn't meet the requirements. Right, so and keep in mind, we and the city is operating under guidelines set forth in, by the federal government when they passed the CARES Act some time ago so there there are time limitations and and what within those time and outside of those times their money can be applied so you had to apply for things that you could be given and and some of the scoring was either some or all of the varying grants did not meet those requirements so that was some of the the difference the three hundred thousand dollar delta was eliminated because some of them just some of the requests either an entire application or part of an application were not eligible for relief. Right. And then in steps, the city council members, and, and specifically for this, the members that are part of the finance and budget committee, which is chaired by Councilman Bob Johnson of the fourth district four. And then also on that are Andrew Felker, Mayor Pro Tem Beto Lopez, and district one council member, Diane Forte. Hold on. I want to pause you right here though. But there were, there was more process in this moment, right? There were two <laughs> of those four members had or chose, I won't say had to, but chose to recuse themselves because uh, Council Member Johnson is the president of the of one Lee of the Summit applicants. Softball Association. Lee Summit Softball Association. And Council Member Felker's law firm represents some of the nonprofit organizations that were applying. And they felt, and perhaps they got through legal and whatever, but they, they chose to recuse themselves from the conversation. So they had to bring in the alternate 
uh, member of the committee, Council Member Carlisle, Carlisle. Um, to create a quorum so they could actually have this conversation and make a vote on the recommendations that staff came. So there was even more process. So there were, you know, council members with either an, a direct or indirect or arguable interest in this, and they took themselves out of the conversation in the appropriate way, and, and they got this. So council member Forte, uh, I think, voiced perhaps is the best way the, the the view and I think a lot of the other council members agreed that it was clear that the the amount of need in our nonprofit community exceeded the amount of money that we had they had allocated the council had allocated um, initially and so they uh, thus began a conversation uh, about what can we do to do more for these nonprofit entities Right, and then that, that discussion led to a suggestion from city manager Steve Arbo, who, who chimes in and says, well, you could, you could direct us as staff to go find that, those areas, to find a way to move some money around so that we can help more. And, and Jason, this all leads to, here's the part that I'm kind of proud of. While, while it is extremely frustrating and disappointing for, for some of these organizations who saw the recommendation of zero, right? Right, or the recommendation of like a tenth of what you asked for. Right, that's frustrating, that's disappointing, but here's what I really like is, this is how it's supposed to work. It's a very strict review process by the staff where they say, okay, here are the guidelines, here's, here's, how, we, here's how we decide if we can give money and how much of that is qualified. And then city council steps in and looks at it from a different perspective and says, that's great. However, these organizations need help too. And sometimes some of these bigger organizations have more opportunity to go get different funds and funding sources to help them get through these times. And some of these little ones just don't have that, have that opportunity. So what can we do? What can we do to help the organizations in our community, especially in this case, we're talking about nonprofits that, that serve the community, right? Mm -hmm. What can we do to help them help our community. And that's exactly how things are supposed to work. So they are starting to get creative and that's what happened. They, they, they were able then to, to, to pass that, that resolution to, to, to grant the funds based on what was recommended, but then also they were able to give direction to staff to say, let's go find some money somewhere. And right. And, and the, the conversation was about essentially a reallocation of some of the other monies, because remember the, the city got a pretty, a, a sizable chunk of money um, that a lot of which wasn't going to nonprofit organizations. And they talked about reallocating a portion of those monies uh, to, to see who could they help going forward. Now, there's a lot of questions to be answered. And, and honestly, we're not here to answer all those questions because they'll get answered and, and do that. So we, we will see this come back. But I think that the key part is, is literally, you know, we have at times been highly critical of the functioning of city council, not really as much this particular body, but um, occasionally the overall council as we go and how they have functioned and not functioned. But this is like textbook, what you're supposed to do. You let staff do the work, they come forward with recommendations the, at the committee level. So you're not even all the way at the full nine people. You have a smaller subset of people that says, hey, we think about this and this and this. And then that moves to the council and the council can then act upon the recommendation of the committee, um, and which they did. 
and, and it has put, you know, more work back in the hands of staff, but have directed staff then to go figure something out. They're not micromanaging like exactly where the money has to come from. They're not doing all of those things. They're just saying, Hey, we think that these people need more help. Go give them more help. Right. And I think, you know, it, it, it's, we mentioned earlier, this was all on a really fast turnaround time. I, I, I if I'm, remember correctly from watching that meeting, that, that committee of, uh, of staff had four days to review the applications and then make a recommendation. Correct. I mean, we know we, last Thursday, think, which by the way, we have not talked about, which we're going to here, while you and I, and he who shall not be on the podcast, but is named Matt Sanning, uh, were uh, cooking wings for, uh, for the Wings for Water event, Matt had to step away and do an interview with, because he, you know, is the executive director of Lee Summit Social Services with this group of people to talk about what in his application he was asking for and all of that sort of process. So it was thrown together, I mean, not thrown together, but done very quickly on a very short time frame, And they're kind of, you know, inventing procedure on the fly to get this thing done. So it, right, it, and, I, I, and, I, and I bring that up because I think it's worth noting that it, it's very easy, I think, to not trust the process when you're trying to do things quickly. Um, but we're seeing the opposite here, which is using the process exactly the way it's supposed to do and finding a way to, to help the people in the community. So, so really all of this, Jason, is one really long-winded way of saying good on you. Yep, absolutely. So, all right. So let's note for the record, last Thursday, we, as the Link to Lee Summit town hall team went and made wings for the Wings for Water competition. And I'm going to start by saying, what an amazing job. We, we had Chris Turney on uh, a few weeks ago to talk about uh, the, the processes and what he went through to change to the event. To make an event happen. To make an in-person type event happen. Um, and I got to say, first thing first, congratulations to Chris. Um, it really turned out very well, um, not without hiccups and bumps, but really, really well. Number two, we had to cook a lot of wings, and we were not prepared. <laughs> you know, we were we were talking a little smack, bragging on our cooking game, which, by the way, strong. In our, our hearts, good. in our hearts, we did win. We were not prepared mentally, physically ingredients wise to Cooking make 450 speed. wings yeah, that's in a, a few lot. hours. That was a lot of wings that we tried to make. Um, that event, we, I don't have the exact numbers, Jason, but that event, they sold, I believe more than 7,000 wings to people on the opening night of the NFL season where the chiefs trounced Houston. They didn't even go down 24 to like spot them. They just, went I don't know. They, they, for, they forgot the routine of, of, of the winning routine of last year. But that, that was, uh, that was a really, really cool event and a great way to see um, how somebody, you know, the, the word of the year, right. For businesses and events is pivot to see how he pivoted um, and, and found a way to make this event still happen and do some good in the world, which was, which was finding water for people who need it. Absolutely. And, and by the way, it was also, it was fun. We got to hang out. We got to uh, we got to cook a lot of wings um, and we ate a few and uh, and I, I will say this I'm gonna give us some kudos here we tried some other wings there were some very good wings I believe we tried the winning wing and it was it was fantastic it was excellent it, it was, was a, a really, well deserved win it was a 
really good wing. We made a lot of good wings. We ate a lot of good wings. We had a good time. Uh, and we raised, we helped raise a little money for a lot of good charity. So another good on you to Chris and the, uh, the wings for water team uh, uh, for putting that on. But I'm going to say this next year, can, can we get through this dang pandemic so that we can have people around us again? Because that would have been so much more fun if we had just been able to hang out with people. Exactly. And one last, uh, one last good on you that I'm going to give. This is an episode of good on you. I'm going to give one more, and that's to the uh, Lisa McArson School District. They put out some videos over the last couple of weeks um, that I think are, are really good, just some, just some nice messaging to give out to, to the district. Um, as, as you will hear in our Friday conversation, um, this stuff is all still hard. It's still hard on all of us. We've got things to, to talk about and do. COVID still sucks. COVID still sucks. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, this was a nice thing. They had one that was uh, the district counselor's and therapists got together and they, they did a video, it was an open letter to the students and, and members of the district that was really nice. And then uh, there was a video put out, I believe on Tuesday, um, some students and staff got together and did a song about unity. That was just a nice message to everybody in the district about being together during, during tough times. Both of those are available um, on the school district YouTube site or you can go to leaptoleesummit.com. I've got both of them on there as well. So, so good on you to the school district for, for, for working together and, and spreading some good messages to the people in the community. There we go. All right. We've teased Friday twice. Let's give the people what they want and talk about it. Jason, if you didn't know it, September is Suicide Prevention Month. So we decided to bring our, uh, our resident therapist, the um, what, community you know, therapist is the, I believe the phrase we are here, her official yeah. title. I'm going to change the title again. Our chief therapy correspondent <laughs> for Lake Summit, Carrie Gray. Uh, we we brought her back on along with Kirsty Millar, um, who who had, who runs suicide prevention for for Rediscover. And we had Jason when we recorded it, we really didn't know where we were going to go or how we were going to get there. But it was a really nice conversation. I I thought about. Um, about talking about suicide, about asking, about being aware of, of our family and our loved ones and our friends, of what's going on with them and, and how to ask questions and also how to gauge how we respond and that it's okay to be, we don't know. Like, and I'll say this ahead of time, virtually all interviews, all these interviews we do are really, uh, in the end, they're, they're a quality, the quality of them is, is they're corresponding to the guest. If it's good, it's the guest's uh, doing. If it's bad, it's our fault. This was a great interview, especially the fact that Carrie and Kirsty had to carry a couple of dummies who are afraid to talk about their feelings uh, <laughs> through the whole thing. So good on them. And, you know, there's our last good on you. But uh, thank you for that. And I think you guys should definitely tune in on Friday to catch that interview. Um, and, and it's a lot of good stuff in there. And, and some, I think some really usable uh, things that you can watch for and you can do to help make a difference in the lives of those who may be extra struggling during what is admittedly a really rough patch of the universe. So catch that episode on Friday. And then one last time, I'm going to say thank you to the city staff and our city council members in Lee Summit for, for working the process the way it's supposed to be. And we're going to follow up. That. There, are, there are still questions about how that money's where it's going to be found, how it's going to be, be hand, you know, pushed out to, to, to people who need it, but we're going to follow up with that. But for now, honestly, I really want them to process. hand it out in cash, in sacks with the dollar sign on it, like in the old cartoons. <laughs> that's what I want them to do, but that's not, that's not how it's going to That's go. not going to happen. That's going to wrap us up for this Wednesday edition. We will talk to everybody on Friday.